Hello, dear HIC family, and welcome back to our Hotelcast, the hospitality audio experience. The city hotel of the future. Honestly, 2022 sounded at least as crazy in the 90s as the city hotel of the future does today. Or is it just me? Pretty sure I'm not alone with this thought. That's why we have three top-notch experts from our industry sitting here alongside our awesome host Alex to discuss this exact topic. Hoteliers and tech providers talk about challenges of new ways of working and the resulting decline in business travel. Felicitas, Neha and Philip, I'm really excited to hear your proposed suggestions for the City Hotel of the Future. Enjoy this HIC Hotelcast episode live from our Coco B in Berlin and powered by All Seated. Let's go! Hi, nice to be back on stage. Um, I would like to introduce Neha, Feli and Phil. Um, and we're talking today about, uh, what is our topic? The City Hotel of the Future. Um, so, first of all, thank you very much for uh, joining the stage with me um, and maybe addressing the hotels first. Um, over the last couple of months and not for the couple of years, um, is there any change in customer behavior? Do you see um, certain guests are coming back to your hotel? Phil, you're already thinking of, of the right answer. Um, do you see that maybe some guests are missing? Well, um, first of all, I think it's amazing that we're going to have the last couple of panels now. And the night is really amazing. It's going to be amazing with you. So I hope you're all staying. And um, I said it in the beginning, I'm happy that you all are here. And I want to ask everybody in the other end of the restaurant to come over here because the content is quite nice. And these people are quite experts in what they say. And I'm amazed that they're on stage with me. So, and that's how about you? Are you an expert? Oh, well, no. I, I, I get guided by you, so that's all I want. <laughs> um, coming to that question, I think there was... Um, I think it might be a bit early now, especially at that stage, after that pandemic and with that crisis that is going on, to see what the future predicts. But we already see that um, the global politics might play a bigger picture in our guest behaviors in the future. So as a company, it's quite interesting to see where we're going there. Um, We do see for this property, or especially for Berlin, that the pickup gets, like, it, it jumps Im Im intensely in the moment where you're allowed to travel. You have the people coming back, especially if you're a product that might be attracted to a younger audience. They're coming back immediately. We see the same in Vienna. We, we see the same here in Berlin. And that's something that we're, we're happy of. But it's going to be interesting to see how the other market partners are uh, producing and, uh, and foreseeing that in the future, especially with... Uh, a corporate market that might not come back in that same stage. Philip, what do you see for, for Hamburg and as well, maybe for, because you have the knowledge about your hotels in Berlin, but especially what do you see for a market like Hamburg is? Yeah, so in Hamburg, we saw that the customers changed definitely at the East Hotel. So first of all, we are a lifestyle business hotel um, in the weekends for party people, for younger people. And since the pandemic, we have a lot of more families and we have a lot of dogs. It's no joke. Seriously, we needed to uh, board the um, dog treatments, uh, 20, 20 treatments or something like this, because... Everyone, target group, a good yeah, target group. Yeah, yeah it is. So um, they want to travel with the family. They want to make short trips. They want to. They don't want to go. Maybe uh, that 
yeah, maybe to Spain or something, they say, okay, we're doing the summer holidays in Hamburg because it's nice too. So this is what definitely changed. Pardon? They do their summer vacation on the Reeperbahn. Yeah, vacation on the Reeperbahn, no. <laughs> but maybe on the Alster. So we have a lot of more families. It's really crazy. And um, the other guests are coming too. And we don't have that much business, but the... Uh, the smaller business guests. So they have a smaller business company and they want to stay maybe for one or two nights and then they're coming back. So we gained a bit other guests, but we lost definitely the big companies with the um, company contracts. <laughs> Commercial break. Hi, ich bin der Ferai von All City und ich bin leidenschaftlicher Hotelier. Zumindest war ich das, 13 Jahre lang. Und wer schon beim Hotel Sales gearbeitet hat, weiß, wie stressig der Alltag sein kann. Super oft musste ich meine Kunden während Hausführungen enttäuschen, weil der angefragte Raum am Tag der Führung anderweitig verkauft wurde und der Kunde seinen Raum nicht mehr besichtigen konnte. Aber am meisten haben mich die Ziele im proaktiven Verkauf zum Schwitzen gebracht. Hey, unmögliche 10 Hausführungen pro Woche sollte ich generieren, was damals schon super schwierig war und heute unmöglich ist. Als ich bei einer virtuellen Site Inspection eines anderen Hotels das Tool All Seated kennengelernt habe, wusste ich, dass dieses Tool den Sales-Prozess im Hotel grundlegend verändern wird. All Seated ist nämlich eine cloudbasierte Eventplanungssoftware, mit der man alle Arten von Veranstaltungen super schnell und einfach in 2D oder in 3D in seinen eigenen Veranstaltungsräumen designen kann. Das Coole ist, dass man dank virtueller Touren die exakt aufgeplante Veranstaltung mit dem Kunden dann begehen kann. Also alles wie im echten Leben, bei einer echten Site Inspection, nur bequem vom Laptop aus. Wenn du mehr erfahren willst, melde dich gerne bei mir unter germany at allseated.com und ich zeige dir, was das Tool noch alles kann. Now, you, uh, from, from the vendor point of view, now we are talking about um, um, the approach of a different customer groups. What do you see from your customers and especially from your point of view? Um, is there a change in um, the way the hotels are communicating with their customers? Yeah, I think it's not a secret that the business travel is really getting less at the moment. Alone in Berlin, I think, unfortunately, more than 70 hotels had to close down, which is really sad to see. Um, but when we look into solutions or into a diff look into a different travel pattern, we actually, with our customers, see a lot of uh, workation uh, pattern going on, meaning workation offers are actually really working successful at the moment, which means that um, travelers actually try to combine their work with their leisure time, which also results into long stay, basically, and also a trend that we see which is called slow tourism, meaning that the guests really want to connect with the local community, with the local region, try out the local food and beverages. So this is something that we see and that obviously has a result in the offerings of the hotels. As Feli said, the target group is shifting a little bit, which is a great opportunity at the moment. You just mentioned it, um, a lot of people to plan their stays and their, uh, their travel behavior differently. Um, a lot of hotels currently putting the stay experience um, in their, um, on the focus. Um, do you see a change in this? Um, is it more about the experience you do inside the city, but also does there have to be an experience inside the hotel itself? So like events, food and beverage, parties or whatever, or is it still focused on the just selling a bed and bathroom? 
I mean, we heard it today uh, when Marion was on stage. She basically said that the experience part of the hotel stay will get much more and much more important in the future. I'm not 100% sure if that's something new. Um, we've been talking about that the last five to 10 years, that experience and the part of experience in a hotel is quite important. So if you ask me, how, how does this, what we have here, affect those people who are here as a guest today? I think tremendously because they really see life. They have the ability to connect with people. Um, looking into our business model where we have uh, like over 50% students in-house, connecting with the local community is part of their desire. So when we do requests and when we, do, when we ask them what they want, that's exactly what they want. They want to come in contact with companies, with people from the area where they are. But again, if I look into five or 10 years in our own travel behaviors, we already were like, we did not want to eat where every tourist is gonna go for a pizza, right? We wanna go where the locals go for their pizza. We wanna shop where they do their shopping. And that's a bit, I, I'm not 100% sure if that is a, a real new thing, but it might get a bit more attention now because I think people are not able and don't wanna spend so much money and might be a bit more cautious in what they spend and how long and what they invested on. So I think that's a bit more the, the difference. But I'm 100% I'm honest here, experience is all. So if we do an event, you have 10 people saying amazing and you always have that one or one and a half person that says, oh, I was in the middle of Berlin and it was very loud at 10 o'clock. Philip. Yes, we have that too. So we are, we are nearly to the Ripper Barn and they complain because it's too noisy in the room. So then you have to book uh, the Louis Jakob or something like this. There's silence, but um, what... It's, it's like the Germans, they move next to a church. Yeah, And then definitely. they write a letter that the, the bells are really <laughs> yeah. annoying. Yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy like this. So I know when family choose this hotel, they need to know that it's loud. But um, we... Yeah... We had now, at the moment, 40% of our hotel guests, they coming to the restaurant and eating at the restaurant. So this definitely grown. Um, before we had so many locals, but now it's a really good mix. So at the East, it's since we open, the, the meaning that we want to have a local restaurant, and then we have the hotel on the site. So now it's a better mix. So the hotel guests can go to the restaurant and the restaurant guests say, oh, maybe I want to stay a night at the hotel in Hamburg. I live in Hamburg, but we definitely want to have the luxuries that we don't have to um, leave the hotel. So you have the whole guest journey and experience in your hotel. And this is really important because I think it will change a bit more to what you said, we, we're thinking about that 10 years ago, but now the pandemic, they showed them they want to stay at one place and they're feeling safe there. So they're just doing short trips, but it's better to eat at the hotel or go to the bar because there are locals too and you can have the, the whole package there. If I, if I can add on that, I'm not 100% sure if eating at the hotel is a difference when you have an average restaurant. And I'm not talking about the food quality, it's a bit about the story that you tell. So sometimes it's easier, but if you work in a normal branded hotel, or if it's a normal branded hotel, it might still be not very interesting to eat there because you want to experience something cool and hip. So I, I, I do have a shared thought about that. But what I really think is that um, people are much more cautious what they, what they choose and how they choose it around their desire and their need. And I think that's really something we can already see in the travel behaviors now. Um, after the pandemic, yeah, absolutely. 
may I maybe jump sure. in? Sure. I fully agree with you indeed. And I think the reason why there's not a one size. Somebody Share Glück. I agree with you because I think there's not a one size fits all because experience, I think the stay experience has been important even before COVID, in my opinion, for sure. And it slightly means that guests are actually not booking or taking a booking decision based on the price only or based on the location only, but really it's a perceived value and the emotions really have a big, big play in here as well. But obviously not every guest has the same needs and the same preferences, of course. So as a hotelier, it really depends on, okay, do I know my guests? Do I have different possibilities for my guests? Do I have that data most importantly? And can I then adjust to the individual needs basically? And then you have some people that are in the um, restaurant in-house and others prefer a super nice restaurant around the corner. So that's, uh, I think that makes sense. And you mentioned families. I mean, if I travel with my son, um, I'm happy if the restaurant offers, uh, if the hotel offers a restaurant because it makes my whole stay easier yeah. and I don't have to hustle and run and stuff. Yeah. So that's probably as well. Yeah, so it's what you needed. Do you want to have a city hotel just to sleep there? Then you maybe book a lower price hotel, yeah. but then you want to go outside and maybe jump into the other hotels? Or do you want the whole experience and choose a hotel like this one or the East Hotel or 25 hours where you can stay your whole, your whole weekend? Yeah. I, I had the chance to, um, to talk to Ariel Schiff, the founder of Amano, two weeks ago. And it was very interesting to see what he said. Um, that he said his idea was to, um, to build a restaurant or a bar, a very good place to stay with some matching hotel rooms. And if I look into the history of hotels, Kempinski started exactly the same way. They had a very good wine, wine shop. And with that wine shop, around that wine shop, they wanted to construct literally a place to stay if you're all piss drunk and you don't want to jump on your horse and ride back home, something like that. But that's really cool to see because it still works today. And if you have the chance to check one of the Amano hotels, you most likely as a Berliner, you would go there not to sleep or stay. And Ariel Schiff said, um, I want to offer a very good and qu high quality accommodation, but not a five star product. I have a very tiny three star hotel room. Uh, and that's actually uh, very much what you guys say that it's about the experience. Philip, just before we uh, entered the stage, you said, um, if you lose business travel, um, for you it wasn't a problem because you will have you will be you was well returning and you have a good brand AdWords campaign on Google, so <laughs> the people know where you want to go. So it's everything you preparing the whole time. Now we're pre preparing too because now we're preparing for the business guests, we want to have them back because we need to fill the hotel in the week. So the weekends are not the problem because we have the, the families and the, uh, the travelers, they want to have a nice weekend in Hamburg because we are a city hotel and we definitely need them and they can come and they want to come. So it's the same in Hamburg. The pickup two weeks ago, it started and it's like, this so you know in may we have we have so big groups and everything like this so i know in may the business travelers are back the groups um conference and events are coming back because they want they are hot of them they can go so everyone is here because they want to meet in person so the people want to do that but if you build the brand before i think it's good to have a good marketing strategy, revenue strategy, because like Nea said, it's not the price. You can, you can go with 100 euro or 150. 
the guests, they want to come, they book both. So it's not the price. It's definitely what you have done before that you are now having a good standing in the hotel market. And, and, I, and I think um, that especially what you said, I'm 100% convinced that we will see business travelers back. It, will, it might not have the same impact, especially for a city like Berlin. Our question is not, it will be back, but for our average rate, they're quite uh, substantial. Yeah? And that's a bit more the worry that we have if we start uh, fighting for prices. But you will see this kind of event, what you guys experience today, sitting next to each other, talking to you, you can never change that with teams. It cannot be exchanged. At some points, we are graving, and our generation graves for that personal touch, and it will be back. But, and that's going to be interesting, not for this panel, but for any next one. How do trade fairs and how do uh, those partners in that industry answer to that needs? How do they set up a conference in the future, an ITB? I mean, this is the ITB week. For all of us in Berlin, usually this is a week where we never sober up, I would say. So, and, and that's really something that we have to embrace and, and take as a challenge and improve in the future. So, Neha, um, how can technology support this change of customer behavior and target groups? Yeah, I think um, to go one step back, because I fully agree with what Philip just said, business travel is going to come back. And that's why I think it's extremely important to not look into new target groups only, but really also focus on your existing target group. Exactly what Feli said, this having a brand, having a USB makes sure that the repeat guests will really come back. So that's why I would say have a strategy in place that is that you can pivot, that you, that, that you stay agile, meaning stay in touch with your existing uh, key accounts, business key accounts, make sure that your sales teams are reaching out to them on a regular basis. You can even make sure to send out a survey to them to just check in, hey, how are you doing? When are you planning to come back? What can we do in order you to have back in our property, basically? So that's the one side of it. And the second side of it is, of course, then look into new target groups. And that's exactly, in both scenarios, how technology can help, because you need that data in order, like in our case, then obviously with a CRM system, you'll make sure that you have the data, the preferences of the guests, make sure that you can also automate it, reach out to them on a regular basis, check in, but also capture with, for example, um, brand awareness campaigns, making sure that guests come to your website, you capture that data again and increase your database. Philly, addressing um, especially a question to the East. Uh, the East and the East Cosmos is very famous for its F&B part. Um, how do you communicate with your local customers? How do you get them into the hotel and not only into the restaurant? Because you said a lot of um, Hamburg locals are now staying at your hotels. Yeah, so um, just give me, I want to uh, jump into Nea's point um, to the um, guest database. So if you touch your business guests personally, so the one person and say, yeah, j please come back. We have new offers. We renovated. We, we've done so many things. Do you want to travel? They will go to the key accounts and say, can I please travel? I want to make an appointment in Hamburg or something like this. I think this is really important at the time because the key account manager, they don't say they have the compliance and say no journeys at the moment. But if you touch them personally, I think they will, they will help you that they uh, can travel again. So the locals for our restaurant and our bar, um, 
we keep in touch with them in, in social media and we had a special offer it called East and Sleep. <laughs> so if you're having... Um, wow. Wow. This wow. was a marketing Very creative. thing. Come on, guys. East and Sleep. Oh, can I copy it? <laughs> yeah. Mm, it's difficult. You don't have the name, but <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um, so if you spend 100 euros in the restaurant, you get the room for 100 euros per night in double occupancy. So, and if the terrace suite available, then you get the terrace suite. So, yeah, it depends on the, um, on the room category, it's free. So you can stay there. So if you have wines, like you said, you want to drink a bit more and then you can stay there and sleep there. And this is really often. So in the week, in the weekends, yeah. Nice. And, as, and as well, what we heard is that the data is quite essential. We keep on asking our uh, visitors what they want, but are we really prepared for a corporate travel of tomorrow? Is it still good to have a, a, a Wi-Fi provider where you need three passwords whenever you change location in the hotel, room, bar, or whatever? Or how convenient it is to, be, to have quiet places to work? So stuff like this that does um, change our offer as well. It's quite interesting to see how hotels enter, answer on that. And for me, the, the funny thing at that is usually the, the big chains always gave you a direction. And I think now it's a bit of change for, a, a chance as well for those who are not having to follow a streamlined version uh, to really set the pace and as, uh, as well the chance that we all have on that market. So in the, in the past, a lot of um, business travelers were used to have meetings and conference. Um, What is your opinion? Is there a future for those just sitting there having a meeting or is it always something around experience, enjoying the city? Is it not hybrid in the terms of technical, but hybrid in terms of I would like to combine my uh, leisure and my working time? Let me, let, me, let me try to point out an example because I always had a dream of having my own barbershop in a hotel. Yeah. These guys are sitting right there. This is my barbershop crew. This is Emmanuel, that's our barber in the hotel. So having, having the ability, having the ability to say, hey, we can offer you a conference tomorrow where you all get like a haircut included, just as an example, or a, a groom or whatever it is, that is really gonna stick. That's really gonna make a difference. How many times did you, did you go to a hotel? I mean, there was five-star properties with coiffures everywhere in the world, but what about the future? What do we do for a, a female business traveler tomorrow? How I, I saw one of the participants having to iron his shirt, something I hate. I hate it always. So what is the answer tomorrow? Well, no, I'm, I'm buying them small and then I just breathe. Ah, okay. <laughs> no, but... Um, Great strategy. Yeah. You should copy though. <laughs> It's stretch. But, but there you go. That could be something that we really can change the future of tomorrow. But are we ready to do it? Are we ready to change what we've always done in the same way? I, I yeah, let's see. Yeah, changing, it's a, it's a um, good idea. So um, we changed something like we don't have a barbershop, <laughs> definitely. Yet. We, we Yet. Thought, yeah, These we guys are ready to expand, right? <laughs> okay, your nice. barber in town could be in Hamburg at the east as well. Uh, but, we, but we, how about we are really good dogs? with one in the corner. So <laughs> yeah, maybe for dogs. This is good. Um, we thought six or seven years ago about a tattoo shop in the hotel. So imagine <laughs> you have a conference and you get a tattoo. So <laughs> I think this is really pretty cool. Um, Who would do that? Feely. Who would, Feely would do it. I think yeah, I might be definitely. down. Who would take a tattoo at a conference that you just had? 
Yeah. Just Look you would do. This. Carol would do. You guys if would do. If it's for free, I, I, I mean, think we're creating a business do. case here. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Don't steal the idea. <laughs> Our head chef would do it as well. Kevin here, right here. He, yeah, he will he have a tattoo everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. No, it's it's about the guest experience. You need to you need to offer something new for the conferences. You need to have a good sitting area, like not the normal parliamentarish style or something like that. So or theater. So we definitely need to do more crazy shit in conferences. But the guests are, I think, they are not really. It's not really the time, so they, I think they need two or three more years for that. But we can, we can try it, we can start it. It's like everyone, because the hoteler, hotelery is like five or six years behind every trend. So like the digitalization or something like this. But now the pandemic helps us to get a bit more fresher. The guests want to have more, they want to have more experience. So this is the good thing maybe about that. Perfect. Um, I would like to take the opportunity that the audience is able to ask any questions to Neha, Fili, and Phil. So, who wants to like to ask anything? Any. <laughs> anything. Any. Anything. Um, I think I have to go for. Ah, there it is. Hi. Hi. I have a question for you. Uh, how do you think Zoom and especially virtual events will change the event industry in the future? Do we have any predictions for that? So you're talking about how hybrid meetings yeah. and virtual meetings will change True. the business or the industry. I'm personally really tired of it. <laughs> and I think Sorry. a lot of other people do from Zoom and the virtual meetings, I mean. But um, I think in the future, of course, they're very efficient. And it's great that we can connect so easily and uh, get the job done, let's say. But when it comes to the social aspect, then it's not replacing what we actually are looking for. Yeah. Yeah, I think you need to have a, a small room where you can offer it. So it should be a standard in every hotel that you have a TV or something like that. And then a, lo a, a small group of people can have their Zooms meetings or hybrid meetings. So I think it should be a standard. Um, I think we're all tired of that you're on mute. Your camera is not working. I can't hear you. That's basically what we're all tired of, and this is what we can, we can interact with people, so it makes it easier, depending on your character, obviously. So we, ha we should not forget their characters, they're quite more productive when it comes to that digital world. So how do we answer that? And I think there is some questions that we should think about. How is the acoustic in a room when you have um, six people in the same conference and one person somewhere else, and they all have to constantly put on and off the speakers because you have that backlash and that echo all the time. That is something technology, uh, or on, based on technology that we can improve. Having a speaker box, having a connection, having a click share, having all these possibilities that they are. And if you ask about that, that is something we as a hotelier have to answer. And it's, it has to be our standard. How do you want to conduct the meeting? Do we ask today in a meeting, are all people physically present before we, we give them an offer? But we can ask that. We can ask, is all, all participants is going to be in the room or somebody has to be joining with a virtual connection from somewhere else? It does change. Do you have a strong Wi-Fi? Do you need a cable? Do you have the acoustics ready? Is that only one room that has a TV or a screen that is big enough to host and accommodate that? So that's really something. Or as well, when you have six people in the room, do you really need all of them to be 
uh, on a single screen or do you have a camera ready? There's so many opportunities that you can preview and I think we have a lot of learning on our side. Uh, and Paiski, uh, Shmaiski, I think we still have a lot of possibilities to learn there. Um, but we need people like, uh, like uh, Revenate to tell us, your guests require that tomorrow. What, how can you change it? So as well, a question to the hoteliers. Are we using these tools correctly? Are we having um, a questionnaire for our conference guests? If that is something that shapes the future. Anybody question else answered. who wants to ask any question to over there? You are always talking about the or better incomes, what will you do or what will be the future concerning, concerning the costs of a hotel, like wages, like war, like whatever, yeah? What will be the future? How will you cover that? Um, the question is how, how can we predict the, the costs of a conference, the costs of a future? Is that what you mean? The costs of... No, I guess we will have more costs in the next years. 100%. Yeah. I mean, we see a 30% increase of, uh, of anything that makes light, sound, and whatever. Now, let's wait how long this crisis is going on and see how that changes everything. Are we ready to hit that? On the other hand, stuff costs will increase. Everything will increase. And are we tomorrow selling the right prices? I cannot answer that question for you. I will, because at the end of the day, I have to pay some bills. Yeah, definitely. But in Germany, the hotel rooms are definitely too, too cheap. So we definitely need to hire the prices, everyone in Germany. So because if you want to book in Paris a hotel room, you pay 300 for the standard rooms. And in, in Germany, you can have a room in Berlin in a good hotel, four-star hotel for 50 euros. It's crazy. So we definitely have to increase the prices for the conferences, for the hotel rooms and everything like this. And if we invest something, it we have a return on invest in a in a in a yeah par years <laughs> yeah i so, think so so i already got the sign it's it's time for up to close this session um, thank you very much for you and the audience thank you very much nia philly and phil thank you everyone thank and, you uh, have a great evening Yay. you Bye -bye. too